Welcome back to the show that is featuring four NXT superstars for the first time ever. Twice. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first. I am losing a title match in less than two minutes to set up my rematch. Also for the title, the next day, I am amazing Jason Sigler. And my opponent, he is strutting his stuff and literally nothing else. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. I, I, I got your reference. What's mine? Who's naked? No, wait. Now, strutting your stuff does not mean you're naked. But if you strut your stuff and nothing else. No, no, no. That doesn't mean you're, that you're Lacey Evans. Oh. You are. You are coming eh. out. You're going for a nice little stroll, and then decide, nope, I'm done, and just walk back up. At least I get a program with Oscar finally. Uh, that's not guaranteed. It looks more like Mandy Rose gets a program with Oscar right now, but. Well, yeah, yeah, but next, like from what I've heard, Oscar's WrestleMania match is Lacey friggin' Evans. Yeah, that's uh. Barf. Let's let's, let's not start off sad. Let's start off positive. It's just sad this week, Jason. It's just sad. Absolutely not. You absolutely must have missed the Elimination Chamber itself, because holy crap, I thought that was a pretty good show overall. It was a good show, but sometimes really bad things happen and you forget things that happen on Sunday, because really bad things happen on Monday and Tuesday. Well, I, I would not call bad things happening on Monday. I would call it a very confusing thing. And then Tuesday, uh, we got right back to awesome. But... Uh, real quick. Really? Okay, this is gonna be an interesting show. Yeah, well, it, it, it's gonna have to be a short one because there's a lot to talk about. Um, elimination chamber itself. I thought uh, the two chamber matches were uh, pretty good. They uh, of course kick off the show with the women's uh, tag team match, and uh, by and large, I, I, the women brought it. Like they they were hitting hard. Um, the the riot squad jumps off the pod in opposite directions at one point, and uh, just some awesome visuals, some great work. The Iconics, of course, were a great uh, comedy duo in there uh, when they, you know, closed the pod doors saying like, no, 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 we don't, we don't want to fight. Just please leave. Please leave. Samoan <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Uh, that was awesome. And they're pointing at Naya as she walks by, and then she slams on the glass, and they just, uh, oh, God. <laughs> Their uh, their pinning combination was one of the coolest things I've seen them do too. Like wrestling wise, like I've always loved their comedy character bit, but that was a sweet wrestling combo action thing they did. I really liked it. Yeah, and it also is one of those that they do that, and you think, oh wait, maybe they could actually win this match. Like if they can wrestle like that, maybe they'll actually let them win the titles and wrestle for them. And that's. Of course, that's not what happens, and uh, we got the inevitable Bailey and Sasha coming out on top uh, after pinning uh, Sonya Deville, I believe. Or, I'm sorry, submitting Sonya Deville yeah. with a, 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 a version of the bank statement because Sasha's, you know, everything has been hurt, so she uses her legs in a way. I, I was watching it with uh, my friend Phil, and we meant, we likened it to Sasha just pulling on everything and hoping something works. It's just like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this in here and tie that up and grab this and just yank, and let's see if that's a submission. It was a disruptive version of Twister. I'll agree. Yes. Um, I don't, that looked way more painful than the normal bank statement. Like, I don't care how bad your arm hurts. It can't hurt so much that twisting your whole hip like that. Maybe I'm just an old man with bad hips, but man, that looked really painful. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, so we have our new tag champs, and uh, they come out on Raw just to jump ahead a little bit, and uh, they cut another promo, and of course they're interrupted by Nia and Tamina that 
maybe their first challengers. I don't know. But I, I was so hoping, especially after the guys from NXT showed up, that uh, when they said, you know, we're, we'll take on anybody from Raw, SmackDown, NXT. I really thought when they said that, the Sky Pirates were going to show up and we were going to get, like, a match that we do not deserve at this point just out of nowhere. But um, yeah, that Nia Tamina definitely a downgrade as uh, compared to what I had in my mind built up what might happen. That, that's pretty much the story of wrestling right now. Nia Jax is not as good as what we would want. Um, Balor winning the title was, uh, 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 is, is one of those things that's so obvious that you expect them to do something else, but then they didn't, they just did the obvious thing and that's fine. Like, you know, he wins it off of Rush because what are you gonna what else are you gonna do when you have a, a handicap match where you can beat the little guy? Um, so I, I I don't love his win for that reason, just because it feels like it's one of those invalidated things. because uh, he didn't actually beat the guy that had the championship and the bigger guy. But also Finn Balor is the Intercontinental Champion, so I'm not gonna sneeze at that. Yeah, let's take what we can get in this department. Yes. Um and he gets to uh, then team up with Ricochet, of all people, um, on Raw. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, versus Lashley and Rush, and that, that was that, that was a fun match. Um, that backflip to uh, dropkick combination was fantastic on the outside. Yes. That, like, that, uh, that, that was the one redeeming thing of all of uh, Raw, where I'm just like, Okay, the the world still makes sense. Ricochet can still do inhuman things. Yes, and, and a lot of the people, especially in Lafayette, where the crowd was absolute just toilet water, um, you know, a lot of them seemed like they were seeing him for the first time and still couldn't be bothered to get off their hands, so whatever. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Ruby Riot goes all of two minutes with Ronda Rousey before... Uh, just tapping out and saying, nope, that this obviously was not my time. Uh, as you mentioned, she then gets another match on Raw, which is the match they should have had at Elimination Chamber, but whatever. Um, so, but out of that, also, we got uh, Charlotte and Becky both showing up, and Becky just going ham with a crutch on both Ronda and Charlotte. So, I'm going to throw up the shrug and just say, eh, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was some fun uh, crud shots. <laughs> he said, yeah. "Take what you can get." Yeah, basically in that in that feud right now, it's uh, it, we're we're basically in a holding pattern. It feels like uh, I don't think they're gonna give us any Ronda Charlotte action before Mania, and Becky still is is shoot and work uh, injured. So yeah. Uh, it, it, it'll be awesome by the time we get to WrestleMania. That's why I keep telling myself. Like, it's it's going to be the feud to beat. And that's that's after we have the awesome uh, thing that we didn't know we wanted, which is Kofi Mania. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to will that into existence. That has to happen. Uh, we definitely got one step closer to it this week, but uh, on SmackDown. Um, Corbin Strowman, I, I'm barely going to mention that because I, that on... on the chamber and on raw just i i just can't i i still cannot deal with stroman being nerfed the way he has been and uh i will say that 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 clean break through the tables off of the steps uh was one of the best like executed bumps i've seen in quite some time like they they put him through two tables three big dudes 
uh, do the 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 shield Cerberus powerbomb basically through two tables off the stairs in the ring. And I I was telling my wife, I was like, man, if they'd gotten it just a little bit closer, he would have hit the steps and you know been like paralyzed for life. If he didn't go through the tables right, he could have slid off that top table and just like they nailed it. They they drove him through. I just I I don't know why, but I was amazed at the execution of that that bump. Yeah, it was cool. Like there, there's see, this is what's frustrating. There's a lot of potential for this trio of bad guys. I don't think they're gonna do anything beyond just be a generic, boring trio of bad guys. But I mean, there's some people in there that you can really get behind hating. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean the whole trio basically. But I, I. Uh, Raw had me thinking, uh, okay, maybe we're going to get back on track with Drew McIntyre as like a singles, like monster, but, um, Mm -hmm. but no, well, I I mean, he, he got to beat Dean Ambrose, which, you know, everybody should be beating, beating Dean Ambrose right now, (laughs) but (laughs) my daughter should beat Dean Ambrose. If she can, if he came up to her and said he wanted a match, she should roll him up and one, two, three. (laughs) Why, why, why all the Dean Ambrose hate Jason? I get why the WWE dislikes him, but. Not not hate for him, but he's leaving, so he he doesn't need to beat anyone. Like he doesn't need to go out on top of anyone. That's it, he should he should lose to everyone and not not be made necessarily look like a chump doing it. I'd love to see him go back go out with like a fire match with somebody on Raw, but uh, yeah, he does not need to be put over Drew McIntyre for any reason. Though that smack did look like it hurt very much on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I i agree i still still could be a work jason don't forget that but anything that makes drew mcintyre look like a the amazing wrestler that he is man, i still just remember his match with kurt angle and how on fire that got me and how excited i was for the future of drew mcintyre and it's just been a long prolonged not quite verberating fart since then yeah, I, I, it's on purpose. Like they're doing this, just like Strowman. They have nerfed him on purpose because he is not supposed to be the emphasis right now. And when they want him to be, then yeah, he's going to come out and claim more like five dudes and do some brand new move off the top rope where he looks like he murders the man. And you know, we'll love Drew McIntyre again. But it's 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 where they want him right now, and we just have to deal with it. And I I want more Drew on on the show as well, but. Not for now. Uh, going back to the chamber, we have the men's chamber match where uh, Kofi Kingston, d- just like the gauntlet match, gets to 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 run the whole thing and find is the final competitor in there with Brian. That's not to take away anything from the like the previous parts of the match, except for Samoa Joe. Sorry, Joe. Um, actually, not sorry because you got me the score on my scorecard. Thank you very much. I'm but, sorry, Joe. I, uh, I believed in you. I I did for a point to a point. And now that's that hope is pretty much gone. But Kofi Bryan uh, running at the end of the match, and uh, Daniel Bryan finally gets the better of him when Kofi uh, just puts a little too much hoping and wishing into that final splash that does not connect, and you know that's it's all over from there. But I, the crowd was so behind Kofi Kingston. I even more than the gauntlet match. I have not heard something like that since like 2014 Daniel Bryan yeah it was intense I I was the the, the crowd didn't really make you a believer because you feel their belief I don't know it's I don't know no you're absolutely was, right and they can also ruin the night for you like they did on Raw 
Uh, like a big part of Raw, the why the reason why it sucked and things didn't come out like they should have is because that crowd was bad. Well, but there's a lot of weird things going now? on. Because I'll defend the crowd. Uh, okay, you go ahead and defend that crowd because I'm going to cut okay. your mic in 30 seconds. Okay, they didn't know who they were. You can't just show a smiling face on some fire and expect people to get behind them. Like, a call-up is cool to the in-crowd that are there on the Raw after WrestleMania because they know who they are. Like, I remember when the the last group of call-ups, and they're like, EC3, I'm like, oh, yeah, Nikki Cross, oh, yeah, Heavy Machinery, oh, yeah. And then Lacey Evans, aww. (laughs) Like, I was invested because I knew the product, but there's if you don't, it's just nothing. And... The average crowd doesn't know who NXT is. They need to accept that and work with it. And nine times out of ten, they do. And this time, they didn't. They threw them out there. And, of course, a bunch of people who didn't know them. And they got behind the... the I, I heard some cheers during the, the cool flippy stuff. But there was nothing about the, uh, the DIY revival match. That would get anybody hyped if you don't wrong, know the history. Wrong. Okay, that's where I'm that's where I'm stopping you right there. That wrestling was wrestling that you cheer for. It doesn't matter if you like these guys or not, or if you know who they are. I mean, they know the revival, that's for damn sure. They Yeah, but they know that they're losers who barely won. That tag team wrestling was so good, there's absolutely a reason you should have been cheering for that. So that's I I agree with you to a point that they didn't know who they were, but you are wrong in thinking there's nothing to cheer for here. There's even Aleister Black. Like, if you're not going to cheer for that man, then I'm sorry. You're you're a shit crowd. <laughs> I, I, I still think you, you, you think that it's impossible for you to de-bias yourself to the and put yourself in the shoes of someone who doesn't know any of those things. Like, yeah, uh, when we were talking about uh, All In, you were, like, moderately excited, but you weren't jumping off the roof when some of those things happened, right? Because you didn't have the investment. You appreciated the wrestling, but you were more subdued, right? If I'm I remembering mean, I your was, reaction. I was sitting at work watching it, so I wasn't cheering. But if I was in the <laughs> cheering, if I was in the crowd, I absolutely would have been on my feet for a bunch of that stuff. So If you I, were in that crowd where everyone was already doing it, like, we're, we're very social animals. No one will cheer if somebody else doesn't cheer. I've seen, you've seen people try and get a cheer going, and it doesn't work. Like, if it's not one that everyone knows. I don't know. And this, I, 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 I get what you're saying in a lot of regards but Lafayette you shit the bed on that one sorry um especially given the Smackdown got a lot of the same stuff and they appreciated it so and they were in New Orleans well they had a whole day to deal with it they had the uh, a week to google stuff no they had a day and they were in New Orleans as well where they've also seen this stuff uh go down so yeah New Orleans is a better the crowd is what it was uh it it really sucked the energy out of the room and that night. And uh, I'm just glad they're never going back to Lafayette. Hopefully um, uh, real quick SmackDown hits. Uh, we're going to get to the NXT guys in the next segment, but um, actually that's a lot of what the episode was. Well, I, we do have Mandy Rose, you know, coming up against Oscar and, and it's, this is not a nerfing for us or it's not a push for Rose. It's a nerfing of Oscar. Like there's, there's no reason this should be happening. Just Mandy Rose. I don't. I mean, okay, I get it. She's blonde and hot. And she's a she's, fine wrestler, but she's not. She, a, they should not have brought Oscar down to her level. They yeah, should have brought her up to Oscar's. She's fine. She's fine in a tag team match where she's carried by Sonya Deville, and you can get more like play and strategy involved in a straight up one on one 
match. She should not be anywhere on the level of Asuka. And it was just... It's like like Asuka was before, I think it was Survivor Series, uh, where she was like losing matches because of distractions, because of people dressed up like her and stuff like that. That's where we're at with Asuka again. And again, it's like... Made stupid wrestling sense. For some reason in wrestling, if someone comes to the ring, you have to look at them until you get pinned. Like, that's just what happens. And that's fine. Here, she wasn't even distracted by Lacey Evans. She's just, okay, well, that happened, and then I'm getting thrown out the ropes. Yeah. I, I, again, like with that McIntyre, I understand what we're doing. I just, I don't like it. Asuka should have a better spot than where she's at, because she's the champ, but, um... That's just not how WWE works right now. So, um, we are going to take a break and we'll come right back with more talk about the NXT call ups and Kofi by God Kingston. And we're back to talk about what the hell happened on Monday night. Um, so th- th- they start the show. Actually, before they even start the show, I saw it on Twitter saying, you know, these four guys from NXT are going to be at Raw and, uh, Actually, specifically on the WWE Twitter, they said these four guys were seen backstage at Raw. And I'm like, well, if they're saying it on their Twitter, then obviously that means they're going to show up in some capacity. And sure enough, they even announced it at the top of the show that these four guys are here. They'll be making their debuts. And it's like, okay, are, are they call-ups? Like, what are they doing? Why are they? Why are we doing this with the four biggest male stars they have, arguably, right now? Um, what's happening to the other six that you said they're calling up that did never actually get spots? <laughs> Like, what are, what are you doing? And that's, honestly, even after the night was over and we got these matches with these different people on the show, I still was thinking, what are you doing? And I think they they felt that, too. I think they also felt, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah, it was, it felt, well, it felt like everything that I've read about what happened that night made sense. That no one knew that, what was going on. Everything changed last minute and they just had to deal with it. Yeah, I yeah I've heard everything from uh, they were still rewriting it up till the show started to they uh, were still feeding the the script to the announcers as the show went on like they were still writing it as the show started so uh, yeah Vince went nuts because the Undertaker is going uh, to do something else that's not WWE for a weekend and it's closely locationally based to an AEW thing. So he had a freak out and told triple H, bring up some of your weird kids from Florida <laughs> and uh, let's, let's have them show these guys what, uh, what, what their wrestling is like. And it's just not DIY was the biggest one for me because we've been teasing. Will Gargano turn to the dark side under Champa for, a year at least if not longer and it's been a very satisfying build and then all of a sudden they come out and they're diy and they're tag team and they win and it's like no yeah you didn't earn any of that none of that's good should we it's good it's really good it's diy versus revival i am not going to hate that but also i hate it yeah (laughs) okay let's let's focus on that one you you can (sighs) they threw away three years of what made NXT special. Like when people talk about what made NXT so great, a big part of it was the slow, deliberate storytelling. And that gets hyped up a lot. And I really think the only truly sublime example of that, that NXT has is the DIY story. Like from beginning to 
to last week, it has been fantastic. And it's been slow. It's been methodical. It's kind of torturous, but we still don't know where it's going. Like, that's the coolest thing about it. It's been going on for three years, and there's still two ways it could go. And both of them make sense, and both of them would make people happy and feel satisfied. But that doesn't matter anymore. It's gone. Well, I I agree it feels like it should be, but if you watch NXT and also on SmackDown, they did they they made a modicum of effort to say, you know, we've had our problems in the past, but for, for like tonight we are unified. Like we are we're we're fighting the bar because, you know, they put us down for being little guys or whatever. Yeah, that's um, stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I don't like the reasoning either. But uh, you know, again, it's DIY versus the bar. Like that's a dream match. That's awesome. Um, and it it was a good match. Yeah, but if you go back to NXT, they're still doing the like Gargano uh, spoilers. If you haven't watched the episode, but I mean, these are all spoilers. So just watch the stuff. Um, Gargano lost to Dream, and Dream is now the North American champion. So. Because of the way they do their shows, which is confusing, uh, if you worry about when things tape, they're going to have to have Gargano come out on Monday. If I assume he'll come out on Monday, because why not have these guys back? Uh, and he will not have the championship anymore. And they'll explain that, I would imagine, probably just on the announcer's side. They probably won't say anything, have him cut a promo or anything. And that's... Will so on on NXT they're still moving towards oh Champa like watching from the darkness and saying like hey, Johnny you if you'd followed my advice and done you know a little bit more devious stuff during the match maybe you would have won so they're still moving on that storyline there but on Raw and SmackDown or whatever wherever the guys are gonna land we're still expected to see these guys as just a fun tag team that has history and yeah like you said it 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 throws away so much work that. It really does just feel like Vince said, I don't care about that. Get these guys here to Triple H. Because to the point where, you know, the, the Balor was supposed to have a match against Ricochet. And Triple H, you know, apparently nixed that and said, no, 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 no. That's That, that doesn't make any sense for either of those guys. Let's, let's tag them tag. That makes yeah, more yeah. sense. Well, so that, see, that is a match you could build to. You could... I, like, oh, absolutely. When I heard that, I instantly fantasy booked a return of Prince Puma under a new name where we got to turn one of these guys heel and he fights the demon. Like, that could be something. It doesn't have to have any belts on the line. You could just have this whole weird fantasy demon versus cat flip fest that I would just nerd out for. And yeah. So at least that wasn't given away for free on day one. And Alistair Black doesn't have a whole lot of history. I mean, he has history with guys, and it, it, it's it's, but it's not to, it's not what defines him on the NXT roster, really. I mean, he's had awesome matches with a lot of guys, but he he could just exist on his own. So I think he's the most bulletproof as far as that goes. I'm sure he'll he'll be in a very bad spot if he stays on Raw or SmackDown in like a month's time, but. Uh, you know, he knocks out Elias and the worst thing about, uh, Alistair Black on the main roster right now is his entrance. They do not know how to make it as cool looking as NXT. And you just see that platform lift him up and then go back down like a sad little robot. <laughs> it's like, that is not helping me think of this like Illuminati, uh, Dutch occult wizard who can somehow rise up from the ground. Like that's. That's not doing it for me. Yeah, I honestly, I'm the most worried about him just because he's so dependent on uh, presentation and uh, how he's accepted. And 
I don't, I don't know if the main roster is going to accept a Dutch Illuminati Muay Thai ninja wizard man. Like that's that's a lot to ask people to just go along with. They're like, okay, the undead zombie cowboy. That was one thing, but he he rode a bike for a while, so I could relate. But this guy. Yeah. yeah. So so once so once we hook this guy up with Limp Biscuit, then we'll we'll accept him. Well, it'd be that, Imagine Dragons fine. by today's standards, but yeah. Oh, oh man, no. Oh. Whatever it bit. takes, fuck mass. Hook, hook him up with Poppy. I'll take that. That's over. Um, so I I agree. I I think uh, I worry about him as well. I think I I hope that these guys will be taken care of by Triple H and his. It, 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 they will get the care that they need. Like Triple H watched, you know, the entrance or whatever and saw like, okay, we, it, it, the way he practiced Finn Balor's entrance with him and told him, you know, like, pause here for the cameras. And this is where you want to like working through it with him. I have to imagine that that is also going on with black and anybody else of like, okay, that, that, that sucked. We have to change this. This has to change. Cause you know, Jinder uh, Mahal, you know, had it still has one of the coolest entrances just because of the floor underneath him. Um, so uh, we can work on it. it. It can get better. And uh, so SmackDown was better. I think, uh, again, there were, they were in New Orleans, New Orleans where these people are more known by the crowd. Uh, there was NXT chance right off the bat when they were announced or shown. So I was like, okay, we're, we're in good company there at least. Uh, but yeah, then, D, then the bar shows up and, you know, it's calling Champa and Gargano little guys, which they are like compared to them. That's seeing the size. It's like, yeah, you're right, but also then they beat them. So, um, yeah, just just weird p- moments with all that. And then when they show the the footage for SmackDown, saying like these guys watch what they can do, you know, they show the NXT footage, but they show it with commentary from the previous night on Raw. So we can't even trust Mauro Ronaldo to tell us how awesome these people are. We have to listen to Michael Cole <laughs> say, "Oh my goodness!" When uh, Ricochet hits a corkscrew plancha from the the, the ring to the floor without touching the ropes. Like it's, it just came out of nowhere and it's really weird. And it's not, if, if you want to read more about this and how conflicted our thoughts are on it, read Brandon Stroud's uh, best and worst of raw write up for this week. Cause my Lord, he was, he was a poor lost boy for a few days because of this. And uh, he, he said a lot of things that a lot of us were thinking and feeling. So if you, if you're feeling that as well, go read that. It's uh, very cathartic. <laughs> Can I uh, do my conspiracy theory hope fantasy booking? Please let this be what they're doing. Yes. Okay. So this is what I thought they were doing at first. Because it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't clear if these were being called up or if they were just little appearances to hype things up. So I thought they were just one night appearances to hype things up for NXT because with SmackDown moving to Fridays. Fox. They could, and Tuesday night going to be AEW night, I could totally see them saying, no, it's not your night. It's also NXT night. Deal with that, AEW. And then just trying to build some momentum into NXT, get people looking like, oh, NXT is really a third brand. Because that's what they're going to have to do if you want NXT to be a third brand, is have some of the NXT performers beat Raw and SmackDown once to kind of get them all at the same level. Because right now... They're just not in in the general public eye. So, if they had been doing that, and they're like, and so we're 
This is just a hint of what's to come this fall on Tuesday Night NXT. Don't watch AEW. Because a lot of people have their Tuesday night set aside to watch wrestling, and they're going to go to AEW. But if they had had NXT, then there'd at least be a choice that that makes Vince McMahon happy. So I still think um, it's entirely possible that that's where they end up going. If Triple H can do his finagling, or if someone at the... What I really need is someone at the XFL to say, you know what, Vince McMahon, we're floundering. We need you, sir. Full time, focused on us. Let that let that muscle son of yours go. Run your other business. We need you. And then he can say, "All right, now I'm glad you liked them, but they're going back to their show, and it's going to be normal." Because really, this kills NXT too. Because who's what? Who's the who's Velveteen Dream going to fight now? He's the only one I'm excited to watch right now on NXT. Dijakovic. What? Oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, 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 I literally when you said that, I was like thinking like single stars. Nope, that's tag team. Nope, it's tag team. Yeah, nope, the tag, tag team division's team. okay. It's fine. Ta- no, 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 that that is an understatement. All right, I, I do want to get to NXT real quick before we uh, leave for today, but NXT uh, is is kicking off the Dusty Rhodes Classic for the third time, I believe. This is the third one. Third um. And the tag teams already announced for it are such fire. Like, the NXT tag division is the best tag division that WWE has. Like, that's not really a question. That's, you know, just a fact for quite some time. But, um, yeah, SmackDown so got, has been giving it a run for 20 sometimes. But, yeah, it is it is stacked. Uh, SmackDown has, but the, it's literally three teams for a while. It's, the, you know, the Usos, the Bar, and, and New Day. Um, Check Sorry, I just. What was that? That was my Dodosovich, Chucky. Oh, that was very bad. You need to work on that. It's, no, it's I a don't, lot less. He's buried now. He's not going to show up on wrestling anymore. All the uh, work that I put into that ne- never going to pay off. I I hope you're wrong, but uh, so yeah, the the Dusty Rhodes Classic happened again. Uh, returning in two weeks, the culmination will be at uh, Takeover New York. I think they're calling it, not Brooklyn this time. Um, and it'll have at least the Undisputed Era, which will be, I believe, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I might be wrong. That might be Roderick Strong in that team up. Uh, Eichner, Bartel, the Forgotten Sons, uh, Street Profits, and I mean, yeah, I, I, even that is enough to get me excited. But I'm sure there will be others. Uh, maybe that team up of Erwin um, uh, Jr. and uh, uh, crap, I'm forgetting his name right now. Big flippy dude. Yeah, it's also on 205 Live. I forget his name. Oh, uh, Umberto Carrillo. Carrillo. You, go. you got his first name. I was able to get the second one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, NXT has hot stuff going on. If you didn't watch Dream versus Gargano, the match that, uh, where they fought for the North American title, then, I mean, what are you doing? Go watch that. It's just, yeah, it, it's amazing. It has callbacks. It has it has everything. Like, And they gave it like 20 minutes of the show. So go check that out. Uh, Black and Strong opened the show. Uh, Aleister Black versus Roderick Strong. And so even, even that match was good. It wasn't amazing, but it was it was a good match. So it was also the Aleister Black match I wish we'd gotten on either of the main roster shows, which uh, kind of sucked to see that comparison right out in front of your eyes. Um and NXT UK is the other one that I got to watch this week, and it was another of their episodes from Phoenix. 
So they mixed it up with, you know, other brands. And we got uh, Trent Seven versus Shane Thorne, which was a, pr- a pretty good match. It's also good to see Trent Seven do a singles match because we haven't seen that in forever. I feel like he's been with uh, Bait. So that was good to see. And also Tony Storm and uh, Rhea Ripley had their rematch for the championship. And, you know, y- you know my feelings on that. So. Yep. And Tony Storm retained, so that's not surprising. But I, I really, I, I, I love Rip Ripley. I love her look. I love her style. I like her wrestling. I can see the worth in Tony Storm, so I can get okay. Uh, that's fine. But I can't wait for this division to be about something more than two fake rocker chicks. <laughs> like eventually, we have to bring somebody up to compete with the two of them. Just like you know, we have to bring somebody up for Pete Dunn to finally actually have a title match worth talking about so uh i know that's walter but um and yeah so next week on on nxt uk is another one to not miss because jack gallagher is making his debut in nxt uk i don't know if that means he's moving or just uh maybe that this is another one they taped in uh phoenix i don't know but walter will be facing cassius ono oh no yeah i i, I really want to see that just because i want to see ono get just dissolved just nothing left of him and uh a title match will be the grizzled young veterans defending their titles for the first time against oni uh lorkin and danny birch so those that that that's three matches right there that i absolutely want to see like galher and bait could tear it up so yeah and and i mean monday and tuesday we're gonna have more weird nxt shenanigans to possibly look forward to at least uh it'll be It'll be something you probably shouldn't miss. I don't know that it'll be good, but yeah. Um, I mean, if nothing else, they are generating buzz. They're getting people watching, but uh, yeah. they just threw away I'm, the last six call ups. They threw away three years of good wrestling. They threw away. Uh, they they actually threw away Ty Dillinger, Hideo Itami, and TJP. Yeah, they there's got, no they reason to watch release. men's singles wrestling in NXT because as soon as I said there's no one worth watching, I forgot. I'm very excited for the women's division as well. So women in tag team are doing fine on NXT, but the men's there's I, I don't care. Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream cannot carry the entire division. I I am forget you're forgetting people that haven't been there for long and haven't gotten a whole lot of look yet. But there's Keith Lee, there's Matt Riddle. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so if you're getting those two, Dijakovic is coming up, but he's a he's a good big man. Um, but yeah, there there are definite guys around. And also, but, if you missed the Matt Riddle interview where he said he's going to retire Brock Lesnar, uh, yeah, see, he's not going to be around very long. He's got to hurry and get called up if he's going to retire Brock Lesnar. So I, I wondered that too. I'm like thinking, like, dude, you have like another year to to be down in NXT. There's no way you're gonna retire that guy. Uh, but uh, unless that's I'd, the plan, that we've got another year of this crap. I'm so sick of the. Brock Lesnar era because it's really starting to ruin well there's no starting it has ruined Raw yes oh we're also getting Reigns back Roman Reigns will show up on Raw and tell us uh, how his recovery is going so uh, people fancy booking that already saying you know is he if he you know takes bumps if he gets attacked by Brock Lesnar or somebody then that means he's definitely you know ready to go and he'll be there at Mania or you know he's gonna say it's not going that well and I'm actually not coming back for quite some more time so it's uh or he's going to yeah. come out and say, like, there's a huge difference between filming a movie and doing this. Yes, I'm healthy enough to film a movie. I'm not healthy enough to get thrown through tables. Yeah, and that's, you know... It's, it's totally understandable. Like, I'm I'm 
Yeah. Yeah. But seeing him and him and Dean come out and help their buddy uh, get the title from the Beast at WrestleMania would also be an awesome. Especially if they finally do the thing and have them fly in a helicopter. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> I want to hear that music hit and then a helicopter just lowers onto the end of the arena or the the stadium or wherever they're doing it. Um, so, yeah, that, as always, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. We had a weird week. Hopefully we got that behind us. Uh, Triple H got his father-in-law in line. Uh, Kofi Kingston's rocket is only give her going upward. Maybe we get another awesome singles match with him on SmackDown versus somebody. Uh, hell, have him and Joe go for 15 minutes. Make make Steve very happy. Oh, that would make Steve very happy. Yes, it certainly would. What makes me happy is watching all that wrestling, believe it or not. Talk about the the bummers and the, the getting down to the dumps about our favorite guys coming up and not being recognized for how awesome they are. But it's all worth it. It's all awesome. And I can't wait to talk about it, it again worth next it? week. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm on the outro, so you got to let me just roll. Okay. That'll do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. We thank you for listening. If you like it, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to it there and also leave a review if you're able. We appreciate those. Uh, we covet those. We need those. We feed those directly into our veins. And then take our vitamins or whatever. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find us at P Grapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. Individually, I am at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I remain Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. We are well on the road to Kofi Mania here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.